0: topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 50 info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show, joined by Ed, our ever-patient producer, and we want to thank Bonneville for this time each week. Bonneville gives this time each week to talk about the Silent Witness program, so if you want to learn more about Silent Witness, please check out silentwitness.org or you can call 480-WITNESS. Silent Witness is a program dedicated to making the community safer, so if you have any information about an unsolved felony crime, please reach out, give the information anonymously, and you could get cash. Most importantly, you making your community safer so thank you again to bonneville and most importantly to you the listening audience today we've got a full house we've got lieutenant sarah fields from the phoenix police department family investigations bureau lt thanks for being here
1: thank you for having us
0: and commander matt siegman from the family investigations bureau also the phoenix police department commander thanks for being here
2: thanks for having me jamie
0: a blast from the past norm owens is a lieutenant with the surprise police department If you recognize his name, it's because for... Well, with several years, he was a public information officer with them. So thank you for making the long journey over here. Well, Jamie, I appreciate you having me this morning. Well, we talked about maybe making this a permanent kind of a co-host thing because I, I get a sense that you kind of miss the media stuff. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very generous station. They give us the time. And, and the on-air folks, if you listen to ninety two three ninety eight seven, they often come and and talk, and they're really wonderful people. So we're truly appreciative. Now, Commander, this is a hard interview for me because... Twenty six years ago or so, you and I started together. You were you were ahead of me, same precinct. And then you watch people as you go through, probably any career, but certainly in police work. You watch people that you know or have known, and then you watch them progress and grow and develop and lead. And now they're in positions of leadership. So all my stories are from twenty six years ago. But since that time, you have a reputation of going in, having a solid work ethic, and making places better. That you, is that something that whole leadership and that approach to leadership, is that something that you've continually worked on? Because I didn't know that side of you when we worked together. No. And, you know,
2: once you throw out the term 26 years ago, I start to feel how old Uh we are on Uh the department. But quite honestly, Jamie, about it, um, my first experience uh, taking over a unit uh, and redeveloping it was challenging. And it took a lot of people, a lot of time to to iron out some of the kinks that were in that particular investigative unit. But once we did, uh, you could see the whole turnaround as far as the employees, the types of cases we were working on, the sound investigative principles that we began to employ. Once that was over with, though, someone always is always going to reach out to you of, "Hey, we've got this issue." uh you know thankfully i've done that a few times on the department and sometimes it's it's big overhauls and sometimes it's it's just little tweaks uh i was quite fortunate when i did get promoted to commander uh to be brought into the family investigations bureau where i've had a couple different stints there as a sergeant and as a lieutenant there thankfully we didn't have too many uh major issues uh that we had to address but those issues that we did address were Relatively minor, and, and you know, uh, it's a it's a good place to work.
0: One of the things that I like to say to people is reputations are earned. In your case, that's a good thing. In my case, probably not as much. Uh, I think that people know your work product, know your reputation, they know uh, what solid performers are, and those who lead, develop, train, and, and treat people uh, who they have the the honor and the privilege of leaving. But you didn't start out, I mentioned 26 years ago, I met you, but you had a career before then. I really didn't. Can you talk a little bit about what you did before you even became an officer and then what led you to do that?
2: Uh, Sure. Uh, So I grew up in Chicago. I think uh, you probably remember that about me. Uh, And I lived in Chicago for the first 25 years of my life. I was going through um, my undergraduate degree and then decided to stay on uh, after my undergraduate degree and continued and got my master's degree. And I learned a lot about uh, research. Uh, my graduate thesis was done with the Chicago Police, Depar- Chicago Police Department's Bomb and Arson Unit, and it really got me interested in research. That research project with the uh, Chicago PD Catapulted me into my first big job outside of um, my master's degree, and I worked for Harvard University uh, on a research project in Chicago. Uh, it was called the Project on Human Development, Chicago Neighborhoods, and it kind of got my foot into the door and put me at a crossroads as far as my career goes. Uh, I was studying to become either a federal law enforcement or local law enforcement. But after I got that research uh, background and working with Harvard, uh, I came really close to going and pursuing my doctorate at Simon Fraser University in Vancouver, uh, Canada. One thing led to another, and I decided that uh, I wasn't quite ready for that, to go back to school. And I began testing with local police departments in Chicago, Chicago PD, and... I got some really good friendly advice from my best friend's father, who was a longtime Chicago police officer, and he told me that I should seek out different departments to test for rather than stay in Chicago. Uh, I began doing research on police departments that had a good reputation throughout the country, and Phoenix Police Department's name kept coming up, and so I came
0: and tested with them. On the way in today, Lieutenant Owens and I were talking about some great police work his folks had done in Surprise. Uh, I think we have amazing people who work for our department. They do phenomenal police work, but people remember who is behind the badge. So I don't know if you know this, but when we worked together, people always used to tell me uh, or tell us, Hey uh that guy's like really scary super smart um he's a he's a teacher he's a professor at harvard i don't know why he did that, so it's nice to hear you put context to that story because I never knew why you left that and I love the northeast I love where I 'm from in New York, so i'm always biased. You left that you come here. is it everything you thought it would be the 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 romantic image of police work has it been so far?
2: It has been in certain aspects, and the reality of certain investigative assignments you have um, kind of takes that glimmer off the uh, what you think law enforcement is going into it. Uh, you see the aspect of the toll it takes not only on you personally, but also your family. Uh, you see that it changes your mindset about certain things, and those are challenging. Uh, it's just one of those – I went into it with some pretty good knowledge, uh, but – as I progressed and now I actually live here, I've lived here longer in Phoenix than I have in Chicago. And that was a big mindset change for me. Uh, but to answer your question, I mean, I went into it with my eyes wide open. Uh, but you learn a lot in the department and it does it's it's incredibly rewarding. And if I can go back and I've, I've had people ask me this question uh, a lot is if I would go back, would I go back? continue with my uh, doctorate program in uh, Vancouver. And it's no. Um, The people I've met on this department are friends that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. The experience I've I've had here have been incredibly rewarding on so many different levels. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing about it. It's hard, but... All good things in life tend to be a little bit more difficult than what you think.
0: You talk about the value of education, and I just want to shamelessly plug if anyone's looking for a career, the Phoenix Police Department pays for your education, they pay tuition reimbursement. So please check out uh, Phoenix Police or phoenix.gov employment, or you can call 602-262-6925 if you want to learn more about a career in law enforcement. And I tell people all the time, it's uh, we daily you are sent people who need help. There's no better way to serve, in, in my opinion. Now, speaking of serving, Lieutenant Fields, you recently got, I'm going to jump ahead in the story here, you recently just got a very cool honor um which probably embarrassed you. Can you talk a little bit about what that was so we can embarrass you again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, so I was just awarded the uh, Elevating Women in Law Enforcement Award at the Women in Blue held by the uh, Phoenix Police Foundation. It was last week at a huge luncheon, and it was just an incredible honor to receive that award.
0: And can you talk a little bit about what, because the reason you were given the award, or one of the reasons, it, it's not probably the story that people would turn on TV to see, you know, solving a crime, but really it kind of is. What was it that prompted that award or one of the things?
1: I think one of the things is my work right now. I'm the lieutenant over the adult sex crimes unit. I also have the missing persons unit, sex offender notification unit, and our new cold case unit. Uh, So we... Decided that we, our center, we have a center. It's called the Family Advocacy Center. It's where victims of sexual and domestic violence in the city of Phoenix are brought to, and actually other jurisdictions bring them to our building to uh, to receive services. They get a forensic nurse exam. They meet with victim advocates. They get interviewed by our detectives. But it's a really safe space for them to come and um, report their crime to detectives but it needs an update. So it's been about 22 years that our center's been open and it's time for an update. So I think uh, after working there for a couple of years, I decided that we needed to find a way to raise money for the project uh, and just kind of see the space in a different way, create uh, private waiting rooms for these victims to sit in. Uh, right now we have a tiny little waiting room. And if there are three victims that are waiting for exams or interviews, they're kind of all smushed together a little bit. Uh, So it's just time for an update. So we went through the process and I found quotes and the Phoenix Phoenix. Police Foundation is in the middle of a huge uh, capital campaign right now to raise funds for our victim center. And uh, I think that was a big, a big uh, reason for the award. And that would
0: have been very easy for you to assign or delegate or, or get out of doing, and I'm using air quotes, get out of doing, uh, but there's no, more boisterous advocate for the men and women who investigate these unique crimes than you and Commander. And and it takes a very special, uh, dedicated, uh, trained, compassionate mind to do those investigations. Right now, you have the opportunity to talk about the men and women who investigate those specific crimes. What would you say about their character? What would you say about the work ethic? Because I know you're incredibly proud of them.
1: Absolutely. And we're blessed to have such a great team. Uh, everybody is very... Carefully chosen. Uh, They've gone through trauma informed training. Uh, It's it has to be. We we usually get about one shot with these with these victims that come in. We get one opportunity to ensure that we're treating them with dignity, with respect and giving them all of the uh, tools that they need uh, to investigate their crime. Uh, Well, we have a phenomenal team of sergeants and detectives that go through there. And again, on the renovation end of it, we are creating a victim center, but we're also updating our detective space because uh, investigating sexual violence, I mean, with... With videos and cameras and things, now uh, these officers need a nice, safe space to uh, just kind of quiet space that's uh, to do their jobs effectively and have that kind of downtime. The emotional toll that they experience daily is is high, especially in a city like Phoenix, where we get a high volume of these crimes.
0: And I and I recognize and congratulations, by the way, for the award. I recognize that was captured for a certain reason, but you have a history of throughout your career being dedicated leading taking on the hard challenges this is this is not the first time you did that so i appreciate the fact that you did it for the folks who are investigating these crimes as well as the victims of these crimes it just makes me very incredibly proud of, of the service that you provide i'd like to ask you both a question before we close out um commander when you leave this career what do you want to best be remembered for what do you want your legacy to be you
2: know sarah and i actually talked about this the other day and um we talked about what it would mean to redevelop the victim center and redevelop the family investigations bureau. That would be one of the uh, achievements that, that I would be most proud of is being part of the team that, that created the victim center and, and developed it into what it should be for not only the victims, but the detectives. But realistically is, you know, when my, when my career is over in five years, that I look back and I made some sort of impact. Uh, and there's that one person that I helped uh, or that team of people that, I, that I've helped uh, in leaving behind functional units uh, for the next generation of, of officers and detectives. Uh, that would be the thing that I would be most proud of is, is having that legacy and that reputation of being someone who, who did this and took on the hard
0: work. I already have. Andy, help me through training. I appreciate that. Lieutenant Fields, I'm going to hold that question to the next interview, if you're willing. I just want to take this opportunity to thank everybody for listening. Thank you to Bonneville for this time. And thank you to Lieutenant Fields and Commander Siegman for all they do and for joining us today. Until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5 info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.